Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to C103's Cork Today podcast. Phone and text lines are currently closed. We're off to uh, the Health Hub Times Square in Ballancolic, where our nutritional therapist, Annalise Drussell, uh, joins me. Good afternoon to you, Annalise. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're, you're very welcome. The amount of people who've contacted us about a cough that they can't shake. And John Paul tells me you've got one as well that you're yeah. finding hard to uh, shake. It, 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 what's your advice? Very- yeah, listen, I believe me, I've, uh, having tried nearly everything myself, um, it's a very, very sticky cough, and I've noticed it hugely in customers as well. And it seems to be a strange cough in that there's not a lot of mucus. It's like um, a, nearly a barking cough, um, and a lot of people who have it don't have any mucus, so the chest seems to be clear. And what makes me think that then is happening is that it's actually the tissue of the lungs has become inflamed, and is is just that's what's causing the cough. Um, so, like, I suppose there's two ways of approaching it, Patricia. Firstly, anyway, I would recommend for either, whether it's a dry cough and tickly and barking or whether it's got mucus, I would recommend for everybody to take NAC, which is um, short for N-acetylcysteine, and that is a fantastic natural anti-inflammatory for the lungs. Um, 
then I would say if you've got that mucusy cough, I would take the Dr. Clare Congestion Blend. And if you have um, a dry cough, I would take the Dr. Clare Mucotone. Um, and the Mucotone is better, really, in that it's got herbs in there that will support and boost your immune system function, whereas the Congestion Blend really is more about drying up the mucus. So um, kind of judge yourself which one you feel would be the best suited to that. And then I'm also recommending that people take a cough bottle when they've got the cough just to soothe them because you know when you go into those paroxysms of coughing and you can't stop I think that nearly sets up your it irritates all that tissue even more so you're more likely then to cough Um, and I've I've been taking the Comvita Manuka Honey Elixir I love that one but also another lovely one that I've taken in the past is the Pukka uh, Elderberry Syrup and that's another very good one and then the last one that's quite good as well is the Irish Botanical uh, the Botanical Syrup so the three of those are very good cough bottles, and I don't take them as they recommend. I take them when I start coughing to try and suppress the cough mechanism and to prevent myself getting all inflamed and irritated from too much coughing. Yeah, like I, I saw uh, one of the questions in where somebody was saying that the, cough, the cough, it's a dry cough, exactly, a hacking cough, exactly what you, what you described. And uh, this uh, listener said her, her ribs are even sore from Absolutely. the coughing, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it just, I've, I've got customers who've had it for a month now, Patricia, so it does seem to be very lingering. Yeah. And I know that after COVID, you know, there was a lot of people who had respiratory difficulties after COVID, and I've never been able to find a professional who's given me a good um, reason for it, but I think there are receptors in the lungs that I think must be damaged by the spike protein of COVID. Um, they're called ACE receptors. Um, and they're responsible for kidneys as well, because I would have seen a huge amount of kidney infections from people after COVID or even sometimes after getting the COVID vaccine. Um, And I wonder, is it something to do with that? Have those receptors been damaged in some way? So, like, I have developed asthma from COVID where I had absolutely no COVID symptoms whatsoever, but I did develop asthma as a result of it. So it's definitely, whatever is going around, it's damaging, I think, at a very cellular level in the lungs. Yeah, it's still all so new. I mean, I know we've come out from the pandemic, but we're still only learning about it. Absolutely, actually. And I was just saying to John Paul as well, for the first time, actually, really publicly, the uh, inquiry in the UK now, they're talking about uh, openly about COVID more than likely uh, being, you know, a man-made virus that was um, escaped from the labs in Wuhan. So you see, if it's been man-made, it's not like something that would have evolved naturally. And I'd say it's just extremely sticky. Mm, you know, mm. it's 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 been probably engineered to be very infectious, which yeah. was COVID was, and very sticky. So we just have to learn how to deal with the fallout now. Yeah. Okay, Mary's on to say, uh, hi, Patricia, Jask Annalise. I've been diagnosed with diverticulitis. I've been prescribed Alflorex probiotic. The diagnosis can interrupt my daily routine without going into horrible details, but just one is uncontrollable flatulence. Could you please ask Annalise what you would recommend? Any advice, please? Diverticulitis. Okay, so um, they may or may not be related in actual fact. So diverticulitis is where the smooth muscle of the intestine becomes weak and it blows out into sort of kind of a little pouch. So that muscle should be very strong because the the job of that muscle is to contract and relax to be able to push out waste matter when you go to the loo. But if it becomes weak and you get little pouches, sometimes food um, or other undigested particles can get stuck in there and then it rots and it gets infected. And that's what diverticulitis is. It's when 
the diverticulosis is where the pouches form and itis is where it becomes inflamed and infected. So mostly it's treated with an antibiotic and a lot of people who take antibiotics actually would develop flatulence afterwards because it affects the population of bacteria in the colon. So the first thing I would recommend, now it sounds to me like this person as well possibly is running to the loo uh, if it's saying it affects their life. Um, Most people with diverticulitis generally would suffer more constipation and then some people possibly would have diarrhea. So I think you need to look at a full kind of a gut healing approach to the problem, which would be first and foremostly, make sure that you're having a well-formed bowel movement every day. So if you've got diarrhea, take something like Saccharomyces boulardii, which is a probiotic particularly good for people who suffer from IBS diarrhea. Um, the, and then if it's more constipation, Make sure that you have a daily bowel movement by taking either a natural laxative like aloe vera or magnesium or rhubarb. And then the psyllium husk is a really good gentle fiber to help you go um, to the loo as a natural laxative without it being, you know, explosive or, or urgent. So the psyllium husk you can buy in any health shop and you just add a big spoon of it onto your porridge or breakfast cereal in the morning. So that resolves those two issues. Then you probably do need a type of probiotic, and Alflurex is one that's often recommended. But in my experience, it's not enough because it's only one very particular strain of one type of bacteria. And especially after an antibiotic, you need something that is going to replace all the other bacteria that have been damaged. So I'd go for something like um, the Udo Super 8 is very good, or they do an adult blend. BioCult is not a bad one. There's an excellent one by Nature's Plus called Immune Microbiome. They've got about 14 or 15 different strains of probiotic in there. So they're going to kind of replace all the ones that might have been um, damaged by the antibiotic. And then in terms of the flatulence, you can address that in two ways. The first way, long term, the other previous things I've mentioned will help. But in the short term, um, activated charcoal is really, really good if you suffer from flatulence. Now, it's a bit of pain in the neck because you have to take a teaspoon in uh, a glass of water, very drink it very quickly before you eat and again about half an hour after you eat every meal. But it does mean that if you need to go out or you want to go somewhere and you don't want to be embarrassing yourself or worrying if you're going to have excess flatulence, it will definitely take care of that. So you can buy it in powder or capsules and you'll get it in any health shop. It's called activated charcoal. Okay, Mary's in Castamagna. She has what she describes as a very itchy scalp. Now, should I had a kidney removed a number of years ago, could it be connected in any way? What would you advise for an itchy scalp? Um, it may or may not be, probably not really, Patricia. So an itchy scalp, in my experience, is either an allergic kind of response to um, generally a chemical that's in your shampoo. The most common one is called sodium lauryl sulfate. And they add it to toothpaste and they add it to body washes and shampoo as a kind of a foaming agent. And a lot of people are allergic. So getting a shampoo without that in it would be the first step. Um, there's two very good shampoos we normally recommend. One of them is called Hope's Relief. And the other one is the Dr. Vogel Neem Shampoo. So they would be naturally free of sodium lauryl sulfate and other chemicals, and they're very soothing for an itchy scalp. If that doesn't shift it, then it's probably not that allergic dermatitis. It's probably more a fungal type of a dandruff that just is itchy as well. In that case, I recommend that people use grapefruit seed extract. You can buy it as a liquid. The company that do it, it's called um, Higher Nature Citricidal. And it comes in a liquid form that you can add to a small little bit of water, massage it into your scalp and let it sit in your scalp for about 15 minutes and wash your hair as usual. And that will clear up any kind of fungal 
stuff on the scalp. And once it's clear, you can maintain it and keep it clear by just adding a few drops of that citricidal to your normal shampoo. Okay, stay on hair. Somebody's wondering what would be the cause of sudden hair fallout. I'm on a cholesterol tablet and I was recently on an antibiotic. So it would be actually very common, Patricia, after having a bad viral infection or being ill. A lot of women experience it hormonally, so pregnancy, menopause. In actual fact, a lot of people who had COVID, um, particularly younger people as well, I noticed, had um, very, a lot of problems with the hair falling out and thinning and not growing back. So it's very, very common after uh, being sick. I think if it's falling out and thinning on the scalp, the best one is the Norcrin. It's spelled N-O-U-R-K-R-I-N. I've seen it work for lots of my customers and actually I took it myself when my own hair started thinning and it worked really well for me. And it's a type of a protein that's been discovered that seems to kickstart the hair follicles that have gone dormant and no longer growing back into growth phase. So you could try that, but if it's the quality of your hair that's suffering, you've plenty hair on your head, but it's just very weak and limp, then biotin is better for that. And you want a fairly high dose, about 5,000 micrograms, which you'll be able to get no problem in any health shop. And if you do feel that you're a little bit run down, taking a tonic is certainly no harm. The Source of Life Gold is great. Um, but even just a general multivitamin, that'll give you lots of things to support hair growth and immune system function like zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D that all be very important for hair growth. Um, you could just give yourself a little boost by taking that for a month or two as well. OK, hi, Annalise. I'm 60 years of, of age and suffering from night sweats of late while I was asleep. Now, I had my bloods done about two weeks ago and everything was fine. What would you recommend? What, sorry, what, Patricia, age? Uh, 60, 60. 60. Yeah, again, now, um, this is something I've only noticed with my customers, is that a lot of uh, people are getting sweats, having had that bad virus recently, and the sweats are still remaining. So even three or four weeks later, they still, if they're doing anything ex- of any type of exertion, they may end up getting sweats. So possibly, if you've had a virus recently, it's a fallout from that. Sometimes as well, if your immune system is battling something, you will get the sweats. And then the last reason that it could be is it could be hormonal, even at the age of 60, even after you've gone through the the menopause. You know, you could still get fluctuations in hormone levels at that age, especially if you're going through a very busy or a very stressful time. So if it is uh, viral, I mean, again, that's mostly about supporting your immune system, taking good... um, supplement that has everything in there like uh, I love the Nature's Plus Immune Boost is a really good one. Um, one nutrition do one called P4 Immune, it's really good. Uh, another one um, is um, even just the Bionutri Elderberry Complex that's great for an immune boost but if you think it's more likely to be hormonal Sage is your answer. It's fantastic for hot sweats if that's if, if it's a hormonal. Okay and stay on menopause. Uh, hi, could Annalise help by suggesting something to help with menopausal weight? I'm not in any supplements at the moment. What would she suggest? Well, my only symptom is I'm very bloated. Okay, so yeah, the, the bloating, definitely a probiotic would help with that, Patricia, I think. Um, and some of this, actually a lovely supplement um, by, made by an Irish pharmacist lady and they're called Fab U and she does a menopause support that's with, it's made mainly from 
a type of mushroom with a few other bits added in there. And mushrooms are wonderful in a roundabout way for the gut. They really encourage the growth of the beneficial bacteria in our gut. Plus, you get all the other benefits from it as well. So that could be something that might help with the bloating. I think also our digestion as we get a bit older becomes less efficient. So taking a digestive enzyme with your food can cut down on bloating. And you'll get lots of, you'll get very basic ones and very complex ones in the health shop. They'll be able to help you decide which the best one for you is. Um, But um, the weight, I actually was listening to a very interesting American doctor talk about weight in menopause. And really, like for women, our metabolism slows down hugely. But we also start putting weight on around the middle. And it's actually a very healthy type of weight um, if it's not of excess because it actually starts producing a little bit of estrogen. Um, that weight that we have around the middle. So it does help prop up our own dropping hormone levels. Um, And she also made the point that it's exceptionally hard to lose the weight once you're menopausal. So my own experience from with clients and customers, I think the best thing to do really is to cut down on carbohydrates. So cut out your bread, your pasta, your rice, all of your sweet things, and just make sure that your diet is full of good quality proteins and lots and lots of vegetables. Okay. Thanks a million. That is Annalise Russell and Annalise will put up all of the items that she mentioned today on her website healthhubstore.com as heard on the radio and John Paul will put it up as a separate podcast here on C103.